This podcast episode, while not explicit, contains some gruesome details about violence that may be troubling for some listeners to hear. Listener discretion is advised. with a wide variety of creepy topics for all your true crime, paranormal, and otherwise spooky needs. I'm Thomas. I'm Sparky. That was a spooky needs. Spooky needs. I'm reading from a script. I am totally reading from a script. And God help me, I never passed reading. I know, I can tell. Actually, that was that and history were the only things in school I cared about. Oh, uh, there. Yeah. I read all the time and I loved history. The rest of it I didn't care about and... um probably should have. All I cared about was English and the arts. What are the arts? Oh, is that that worthless thing they keep cutting the funding for? I really am going to kill you one of these days. You know I like theater and I love music. I'm just giving I you know, a hard time. I know, but I'm still going to kill you. So, funny story. We got halfway through recording this episode yesterday and the computer crashed because we were trying to fix the loud fan noises and our fix just made the computer die instead. Yeah, not really sure why. It Actually, it was a failsafe and it just got too warm. Yeah, but um, still. We lost everything. I tried like 10 different ways to redo it and we couldn't, so. Yeah, because what it, what it did was it like, it saved it. But, but it, like it saved it in like over a thousand five second clips. And it would take a lot less time to just re-record it than clip all those together. Oh, absolutely. So, let's get going, shall we? Yeah, let's do this for a second time. Okay, so, guess what we're going to talk about? I have no idea. I've never heard half of this before. Oh, we were almost done when it really? crashed. <laughs> oh, no. So, I was just about to get into my final segment. Oh, as we... of course. Yeah, so. We're going to talk about... Clowns, and I'm not going to talk about clowns next week because um, I've had enough. Yeah, because there have been clowns mentioned or involved, featured. featured in the two previous episodes. Meow. So this makes number three. Meow. So we're going to take a break from clowns after this. Meow. But I just wanted to talk about clowns. Okay, you are very, very strange. <laughs> My sources are clownbluey.co.uk. That's the website I visit every day. Britannica. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia. Oh, that. The SmithsonianMagazine.com. Smithsonian? What do they know? Exactly. So, as far back as time is recorded, there's always been people whose job was to make people laugh. So you're telling me they were cave paintings of people with rainbow afros and big red noses? Absolutely. I believe it. And while there were people who were funny men, I guess would be the term, um, they didn't go by the term clowns. Before the 16th century... They had various titles. It wasn't until after the 16th century that they started using the term clown. And we will get more into the first like written reference to a clown. So about 5,000 years ago, Egypt used to keep African pygmies that they would call dangas. And their job was to entertain the pharaohs and other members of the royal family. Very nice. They would wear masks and animal skins. And they would dance around and imitate the gods. Okay. 
Yeah. Ancient China. So, ancient China had clowns attached to the imperial court uh, as long as the Zhao dynasty, which was about 1046 to 256 BC. So, one of these clowns, the the Zhao dynasty, was Yu Zi, who was a clown to Shi Huang Ti, who built the Great Wall of China. Fancy. Yeah. You know, as much as I've always been fascinated with, like, Asian culture... Mm-hmm. I never once looked up the point of the Great Wall of China. It's Cape to Hanzo, wasn't it? I always knew it was something like that, and I knew that Matt Damon movie was not accurate. The only reason I even know that is because of Mulan, so... Never seen it. So in ancient Greece, they had clowns who would wear these short tunics, which were padded in the front and rear, and they wore knitted socks like tights. Okay, so just a warning if you're listening with children around you. Skip ahead 30 seconds. Skip ahead about 30 seconds. These clowns would wear artificial phalluses that were exaggerating. Like what I got. Yeah, and they would wear that strapped around their loins. Okay, so ancient Rome had various types of clowns. Mm-hmm. There was the sonio, which was a type of mime. They were famous for making bizarre faces and holding weird body poses. So Contortionists. Harpo marks. Sure. Sure. He's where I learned all my faces. Him and Lucille Ball. Also, they did not wear masks. Anti-maskers? They were anti-maskers. Um, another type of clown was stupidus, which is actually where we get the, the word stupid. Cool. Yeah? Yeah. So stupidus was Latin. It meant fool. Makes sense. So a stupidus was usually bald-headed, would wear a long-pointed hat and multicolored outfits, which was probably a precursor to like the, the Harlequins. Could be, yeah. Or I'm thinking of, like, old, like, with the pointed hats, and they got, like, a ball on top, like Christmas trees. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Um, so they were known for innuendo and riddles, and the ability to, as the article I read put it, rain down blows on fellow performers in burlesque fights, oh. which were in typical slapstick fashion. Interesting. They would also use scandals of the day for material. And nothing was considered off limits. So, OG SNL. OG SNL. <laughs> which, I, I'm not going to lie, I wondered if... Because at the time of recording this, uh, the president has been in the hospital for two days due to contracting COVID-19. So, I honestly... I mean, they revealed that Jim Carrey was going to play Biden. Mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin was going to play Donald Trump. And so I was, like, getting so psyched for it, especially after the train wreck of a debate on Tuesday. And then Donald Trump gets COVID and goes to the hospital, and I'm like, oh, they're probably going to scramble to rewrite so they don't touch on anything too sensitive. Nope. They did not hold anything back. <laughs> oh, SNL. Anyway, and there was another form of clown known as a scura, still in Rome here. They would indulge in jesting. and Ingesting? His- jesting. Not ingesting, just I hope jesting. they did some ingesting. Their physical oddities would set them apart. Another type of clown is called Moronis where we get moron. And they were usually, while there were others that were mentally disabled, who were known as Stulti and Fetui, F-A-T-E-Y. It became common for, you know, rich families and courts to keep, as the article put, freaks and fools. And even though they were referred to that, they were treated well. Yeah, it's not great to, like, make a spectacle of people just because they're different, though. No, I agree. Yeah, they were treated kindly, and it was believed that they had special powers given to them by the gods and were considered good luck charms. Alright guys, Jimmy over here's only got nine toes. He's gonna grant us three wishes each. 
<laughs> this was something I thought was cool. During the festival of Saturnalia, which marked the shortest day and the rebirth of life, a lowly slave would be chosen to take place of the master for the duration of the festival. And he would rule the household. So kind of Boxing Day, but not exactly. Boxing Day without Mike Tyson. I'm just kidding. I know that Boxing Day <laughs> has nothing to do with boxing. Although when I was a kid, I'm pretty sure I thought it was like a day that recognized boxers. I don't think I knew what it was until I watched MASH. Well, I would have been a teenager. Well, it was... I always saw it on calendars, you know? Oh. I never knew what it was. Either they were, you know, everyone got together and folded boxes. Or, uh, they fought. Or they fought while they were folding boxes. They folded boxes and then they smacked each other with the boxes they folded. And whoever's box stayed together, they were the winner. Because they made the best box of all the boxes. That's obviously true. Oh, of course. They were lauded as heroes because they made the best box. Yeah. Boxes are important. Have you seen cats? They love boxes. Okay, so there is a a clown who's fairly well known from Turkey. It was about the year 1440. Since then, he's become a cult and folk hero, with many tall tales written about him. His name, Nasir el-Din, who was a court jester to Tamburlan, or Timur, Timur, the Mongol conqueror. Now, he was famous for cunning, naivety, buffoonery, shrewdness, and he loved to score off people and play practical jokes. Oh, so you're somebody I'd probably hate. Well, you hate me, don't you? Uh, I want to kill you at least twice a day. Yay. No, I just, I don't... Well, it depends. Like, Dwight level, Dwight versus Jim, the way they prank each other, probably okay. I'm going to put your stapler in jello. So, by the 14th century, fools and freaks and anyone that was considered different that people would find amusing kind of was a thing of the past. And they were replaced by professionals. Whereas before, it would just, they would do something odd or cute or something that the people would find funny. Now, these new jesters, mm-hmm. they could be funny on demand. <laughs> I hate when people are like, oh, I hear you're funny. Be funny. Um, why did the chicken cross the road? Uh, that's all I got right now. <laughs> so, a lot of these jesters, they worked for kings. And they, in a time where printed word wasn't really available, and even if it was, the majority of people couldn't read, they could kind of go out and give the news to the people, I guess, while they were entertaining people. Hear ye, hear ye. Lord Thomas pooped the bed. <laughs> oh, it's because he's actually got dysentery, because that's what happened to royalty. <laughs> but also, their closeness to the throne gave them power. They could fly. Totally, they could fly. That's the power I'm talking about. But they could also maybe get by with saying things that other people could not. It seems there was a jester named Archie Armstrong. He worked for Scottish Stuart kings James I and Charles I, and seemed to have been disliked by everyone but the kings. So he made fun of everybody, so they all hated him, except for the king, because he made the king laugh? Pretty much, that's what I got. And he did fairly good because he ended up being able to retire and was a money lender and a landowner. Pretty good. Yeah. Then there's some that seem to have been more well-liked. William Summers worked for Henry VIII, and everyone loved him to the point that his picture hangs in the Hampton Court Palace 
and he was even referred to as being the poor man's friend because of his kind-heartedness. And considering that King Henry VIII is known for beheading everyone, he actually uh, lived to die as an old man. So he outlived Henry VIII. You know, here's one I thought was interesting. John Scogan, he was... So he was the jester to King Edward IV. And he was an Oxford scholar. Ooh. Yeah. It's like a... What was it? The guy who went to Juilliard and then voiced Hey Hey and Moana? Well, I'm, th- I'm thinking more uh, Rowan Atkinson, the guy that plays Mr. Bean. Mm. He's known as being like one of the smartest men in Hollywood. Like, literally, he has an incredibly high IQ. He's got some of the dumbest humor out there. Yup. He basically, if I can remember correctly, he's the one that gave up a prestigious science career to be a comedian. What a life. You can make money making people laugh. Go for it. I'm a big Rowan Atkinson fan. I know. He's funny. Okay, so this John Scogan guy, he loved practical jokes. He borrowed money from the king. Uh-oh. And then when it came back to repay it, he didn't have it. So he decided to fake his death, and he got his friends to play along. They dressed in funeral outfits, and they carried him on a beer. Which is like a stretcher, right? Yeah. It's spelled B-I-E-R, not <laughs> B-E-E-R. <laughs> they just found a can of beer and, and stuck him on that, and they all like held the beer out so they could balance him on it. <laughs> he hates me. So when they came across the king, he was sad at Jester dying, and so actually forgave the debt. Because this was a time... When just because you die, it doesn't mean your debts wouldn't fall on family members or close friends. That's still true today in some cases. Yeah, in some cases. So, he forgave him on his loan, and the jester got all excited and jumped up and said, It is so revivifying that it has called me to life again. And then the king smacked him. The king smacked him all the way to France, where he was banished to. (laughs) It's like... Millennial parents. I'm going to smack you on the next Tuesday. Ah. That's what he did. Yep. Smacked him into the next country. Hi everyone, it's Sparky. So we've got a new exciting sponsor. Listen to the end and use code CREEPYLIFE, that's one word, for 20% off your purchase. If you've ever wondered if your house is haunted, it's time to say hello to the bump in the night. This October, the Haunted Walk is inviting you to take part in a massive paranormal experiment. The Haunting at Home is an online interactive audio experience you can do right in your own home, apartment, or creepy cabin in the woods. This ghostly adventure will challenge you to conduct a series of paranormal experiments in the dark. It's a perfect night of spooky fun if you love ghost stories or enjoy the thrill of trying to contact the other side. Start ghost hunting tonight at hauntedwalk.com slash thehaunting. And again, enter code CREEPYLIFE for 20% off. I went through this by myself the other day, and I tried not to get too into it because I'm a scaredy cat who has literally been escorted out of haunted houses before. But if you have other people with you, and, you know, you're wearing masks and or social distancing or whatever they live with you, being safe, it would be a really great way to uh, experience a haunted house type feel, even though 
you're probably stuck at home this Halloween. So again, hauntedwalk.com slash the haunting code creepy life, C R E E P Y L I F E for 20% off. So this, you might like, this is kind of cool. Another well-known jester was Rahir, jester to the English court of Henry I in the early 1100s. When he was on a pilgrimage to Rome, he became sick, right? (laughs) He had malaria. Well, he pledged that if he survived, he would build a hospital for the poor. And you know what? He survived, and then he punched all the poor people. No, he survived, and he built a hospital for the poor. Yay! In fact... It is still in use today. It's known as Bart's, named after St. Bartholomew, Mm -hmm. and it's a teaching hospital. That's cool. So eventually, the custom of having even jesters died out. So Cicero went bye-bye. Cicero went bye-bye. So one of the earliest uses of the word clown actually comes from Hamlet by William Shakespeare, your favorite playwright. It's so hard to read. I like reading Hamlet. I don't. The gravedigger in Hamlet is designated as clown, and it means clawed or clumsy. So it didn't mean funny necessarily, just... Just kind of... Not graceful. No. It describes the character of the gravedigger, who discusses details of rotting corpses and throws bits of them about... Not exactly where the modern clown is, but... (laughs) I'm just picturing, like, a a flower girl throwing flowers everywhere, but doing that with dead bodies. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I can see that. So, in the 1700s, there was this Italian improvisational comedy. Okay. And it eventually made its way to England, but its earliest form, they basically had a basic plot, and they had a few, like, lines memorized, and they would just improvise the rest. That would be very stressful. Improv stresses me out a lot, though. So, the simple play was that two young lovers were trying to elope, and the father would be thwarting every attempt. What? I've never heard that plot line before. No. And there was a lot of extra characters, like soldiers, servants. But by the time they made it to England, some of the characters, the policemen, were now what the soldiers used to be. A lot of different characters were moving around. And Pagliaccio earned the title of Clown. Interesting. Yeah. And this is what was interesting. In this, a Harlequin was given a magic bat. Did she have a counterpart named Joker? No. In fact, the Harlequin appeared, from what my research was, appeared to be a he. Well, typically in Shakespeare's day, in most... Yeah, that is true. I completely forgot about that. They were all men. Which, to me, is funny to think about. Just yeah. because when I picture it, I, I never picture them being clean-shaven. I always picture them really bulky with, like... Big, burly beards. Yep. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then wearing a really frilly dress and talking like this with a really hot voice. <laughs> but I thought this was interesting. Uh, the Harlequin was given a magic bat so that he and his lover could change the scenes, right? So by bat, does that mean, like... Like a stick. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a... No, like a, a sky puppy. So this was cool. In order to change the scene, he would slap the stick. And that evolved into the comedy style slapstick. Cool. Now, in 1778, everything changed. And that was when John Wayne Gacy was born. No. Mm-hmm. That's when Joseph Grimaldi was born. 
Also known as John Wayne Gacy. Nope. The 400 pound vampire clown. Nope. <laughs> you are really weird. <laughs> you know what is really strange? Since you're on the topic of John Wayne Gacy, there is no evidence whatsoever that he was dressed as a clown when he killed. We talked about this the other day. But, on the show Supernatural, his ghost is Pogo. Okay. Okay, so the man's name was Joseph Grimaldi. And even to this day, sometimes clowns are referred to as joeys. In honor of Joseph Grimaldi. Or kangaroos. Now, he was one of the first to get rid of the mask and wear makeup instead. Which is something clowns still do today. That's true. Interesting. And then, with the creation of the modern circus, clowns became more popular. They started being used to fill in time while they were changing scene. New performers setting up, you know. There's been some famous clowns in the last hundred years or so that I, I wanted to touch on because I thought they were kind of cool. There's Grok, known as the King of Clowns. And he was the caveman clown. Circling back around. True comedy. <laughs> so, he was originally a Swiss acrobat named Charles Adrian Wedick. He started performing as a clown in 1903 and took the name Grok. He was unhappy with, you know, the circus. So he began performing in music halls. He was also a musician and would actually incorporate music into his act. Uh, so then there was Oleg Popov. Yep. Get it out. <laughs> Last time we recorded this, she lost it at the name too. Oleg, please don't pop off. <laughs> so the lead clown of the Moscow Circus was injured. So he got his big break when he got to replace him for the show. Then in 1956, he became the head clown and went on to become one of the most beloved clowns in the Soviet Union. Known as the Sunshine Clown, he created a positive character who was noted for his optimism, which I gotta say, in the Soviet Union probably wasn't that easy. No. Probably not. So then there was Emmett Kelly. Wait, when did he die? What? Because he died because his leg popped off. <laughs> so Emmett Kelly, instead of being the happy-go-lucky clown, he decided to go against that trend and become Weary Willie. Cellophane. Totally. He dressed like a hobo in tattered clothes. And one of his famous routines involved trying to sweep a spotlight and then appearing startled when it would disappear. Then there was Bozo the Clown, which could be one of the most famous clowns appeared in all different TV shows, including the Bozo Show. Wow, I never would have guessed. Yep. Yeah. Now, Bozo is a clown that I think a lot of clowns are more based on. Fiery red hair. The red nose, oversized shoes. Typically what you think of when you think of a clown. Other clowns that are famous. Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons. Ronald McDonald. Ew. Yeah, I think the 2016 clown scare kind of got rid of Ronald. I haven't really seen him much in the last few years. Another famous clown. Pennywise. Oh, no, no. Oh, I You've never even seen or read it. I've seen enough. I don't like it. You <laughs> keep laughing at me. You know Dr. Selvig from the Thor movies? No. Really? I think I've seen the first one twice and that's it. Well, the guy that plays Dr. Selvig, he's, uh, he's the guy running around naked in the second one. I don't remember. His son is the guy that played Pennywise. The new one? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's Tim it Curry was, plays him. His son is Tim Curry. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> How old is this guy? <laughs> his, son, his son is slightly older than he is. You know, uh, it's fine. 
But honestly, I'm thinking that clowns like that are what have caused people to either not like clowns, or they actually have a phobia known as coldrophobia. Uh, I know we've talked about this before, but I think John Wayne Gacy did contribute to it even a little bit. Even though he didn't commit crimes as a clown, I think knowing that he was a clown... But like, how widespread was it that he was a clown? I don't know. Before, but like nowadays, like, people yeah. like... Nowadays, you say clown, people think Pennywise and John Wayne Gacy. Maybe Ronald McDonald. That's, Ronald that's McDonald it. is a little creepy. Just, just but they have what? spicy chicken nuggets now at McDonald's. What? Yeah, you know that? No. You need to start watching more TV. Um, I'm too busy doing everything. On social media, due to the, the hatred of clowns or the actual phobia, there are many groups dedicated to hating clowns. I just don't see the point of that. I don't see the point either, but... I don't know. Teach like, their own. I hate spiders, but I'm not going to join a spider-hating group because then it would just constantly remind me that I hate spiders because I don't want them to crawl into my eyes and lay eggs. See, honestly... Not hate, that that would actually happen. Honestly, hate groups are pretty common. But it could happen. I've stumbled across, like, some political sites that hate the opposing political beliefs to the point they there were been posts that got, like, thousands of likes that basically said we should kill everyone who's of the other side. Baby spiders crawl out of your eyes. This is why I don't sleep at night. So have you ever heard of Sarasota, Florida? Yes. Okay, so in 2006, there was this uh, public art exhibition called Clowning Around Town. And it was about the history of the town being a winter spot for clowns, like circus clowns. So they, they winter there? Yep. They're snow clowns. They go totally. down there in the winter. Totally. Now... This exhibition featured dozens of statues. Well, they were defaced, limbs were broken, heads were removed, spray-painted. Two were even abducted, and they don't know what happened to them. Oh. Yep. Even people who are usually supposed to like clowns have kind of stopped. Like who? Like kids. Oh, yeah, well, even, like, you wouldn't think that third and fourth graders, even, like, the last couple years I've had, whatever... First and second graders, they talk about Pennywise all the time. So it's no wonder they don't like clowns. True. Because even if they haven't seen it, they've seen commercials for it. In 2008, there was a, a survey from the University of Sheffield in England. They did a survey of 250 kids between the ages of 4 and 16. And found out that most of them disliked and even feared images of clowns. The BBC did a report on the study that actually interviewed a child psychologist who stated, Very few children like clowns. They're unfamiliar and come from a different era. They don't look funny. They just look odd. Yeah. And it is true. Like, when my dad was a kid, my dad is a bit older. Uh, he graduated in the 1950s. Clowns were more common. Circuses were more common. And I think one thing that doesn't really help with, like, kids... In the last few years, not like clowns. The killer clowns. What happened in 2016? The clown scare. So in 2016, there were many, many reports of people dressed as evil clowns. <laughs> and they'd be in, like, weird areas. They would be in forests, they'd be in schools, dark parking lots. Yeah. They were reported in the United States and Canada. There was Whoa, a few other... Canadians. There was a few other countries that got some. 
They shipped them out over there. Yeah. So sightings first started, or were first reported, I should say, in Green Bay, Wisconsin. That would be the birth of evil clowns. Yeah. Yeah, and it turned out that they were making like a low-budget horror film, <laughs> and they were dressing up as clowns and taking photographs in weird spots and leaking them on social media oh. to kind of pump up some promotion for this film. That's a good idea. Like, yeah. It's good marketing. However, it spread to other cities. Mm-hmm. In South Carolina, a nine-year-old boy told his mom that two males dressed as clowns tried to lure him into the woods. Why? Like, I, I, I mean, I know probably why, but like, but why? Like, I don't get it. By mid-October 2016, there were sightings and reports of attacks in nearly all U.S. states, 9 out of 13 provinces and territories of Canada, as well as 18 other countries. Gross. In 2016 is when it got really big. Mm -hmm. But clowns being seen in weird spots, photographs, all this stuff being chased by clowns, actually has been going on since 2013. Really? Tell me. One event was in 2013, sightings of creepy clowns in Northampton. England. Yep. They were seen in the town of Northampton during September and October 2013, but that was the work of three local filmmakers. Alex Powell, Elliot Simpson, and Luke Ubansky. Luke Ubansky. The clown was similar to Pennywise. Okay. And they even started a Facebook page called Northampton Clown. They were using these appearances to drive people to look it up and Uh-oh. get to the yeah. site. Again, smart marketing. In March 2014, Matteo Moroni from Italy had a YouTube channel called DM Pranks. Began dressing up as an evil clown and terrifying unsuspecting passerbys. Those videos got hundreds of millions of views. So you feel like that's a really good way to get smacked. Yep. <laughs> and then there were some sightings in California in October 2014, which centered around the Wasco Clown from Wasco, California. Oh. Then this I thought was creepy. This was July 2015. A person in clown attire was spotted in a cemetery. Was it foggy? I'll read what it says. Okay. Um, Two residents spotted the creepy clown scaling the gate at the Rose Hill Cemetery late at night. After the clown entered the cemetery, they turned to face the residents and began waving slowly. After waving for a few seconds, the clown ran into the dark wooded area and was not seen again. Nope. Goodbye. And I couldn't find anything in Minnesota. I couldn't find anything in Nebraska, where I'm from. Or Missouri, really. Nothing beyond someone claiming they saw a clown. But, in early October 2016, reports of people dressed as clowns and walking around school campuses and streets armed with metal weapons were made in eastern Idaho, including Blackfoot. Yeah, I think I remember hearing about... That was my first year of teaching, like I said before. And the kids were talking about, But they're there in Idaho! They're coming to get us! That's pretty much all I got. There was no, like, murders, no... Real crime. There was murder, though, in 1990. Yeah, we're talking the 2016 scare. I know, but I'm just saying. You can't say they're totally innocent, because I covered it last week. Clowns are not innocent. So I wanted to say, also that kind of feeds into it now, like, you go to a Halloween store, aka my home decor store, (laughs) 
And any clown stuff they have is not, like, cute clowns. Oh, no. It's always scary clowns. They've always got, like, sharp pointy teeth and their eyes are, their eyebrows are angry, you know? So I think that feeds into it, too. Also, you know the urban legend which involves a clown? Which one? It's one of those stories that everybody tells. So it's like, there's a babysitter babysitting these kids. And she put the kids to sleep and the parents said, oh, you can watch TV in our room. That's fine. And so she went into the parents' room and... She was watching TV with the lights off, you know, like how you do. Yeah. And the TV light was reflecting on a clown statue in the corner, and it just kind of freaked her out. So she just kind of walked out of the room, and the parents called for an update. She said, oh, everything's fine, but that clown statue of yours really freaks me out. And they're like, we don't have a clown statue. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I think I've heard that. That horrified me. I think that was the first, like, urban legend like that that I ever heard. That and the hook hand, you know, in the car. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I just want to talk about clowns, because clowns are creepy, and they have kind of a bizarre origin, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I like clowns. Why do you like them? There was a time I wanted to be a clown. Mm-hmm. I really like the old, like, tramp clowns. Yeah, they're not really a thing anymore, though. No, which is why I'm not a clown, I'm at okay least. okay with that. Okay, so, well, that's about all I got. And we're gonna cut it here, because we gotta edit, and it's 7 o'clock on Sunday, and we release in 5, 6 hours. Yay. Yay. So uh, we're still looking for listener stories. If you've got one or you know someone that does, please um, email us at creepylivepodcast at gmail.com. We've gotten two really good stories so far. Um, Again, we're looking for true stories. So as much as we love your other ones, that's not what we're looking for. Um, Follow us. (laughs) Um, Instagram might not be the best place to follow us right now. No, but you can find us on Twitter. Twitter at creepylivepod. And you can find me at Buff Elvis on Twitter. He doesn't really do much. I retweet once in a while. <laughs> um, and on Facebook, we have a group and a page. we got 200 followers on our page now. We're a big deal. Or something. Not really. It's about, uh, That's about it. Yeah, so, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Stay creepy. Stay creepy.